In this week's parsha, in the story of Koirach, we find that Hashem says to Moshe and Aaron, "He bodlu, move away from the congregation, move away from the rest of the Yidden. I'm going to be destroying them." Chas v'shalom. Moshe and Aaron fall on their faces and they say, Hashem, the God of the Ruchos, the spirits. If one man sins, are you going to get angry at everyone? Rashi quotes the words, and Rashi explains, it says, meaning as that Hashem is the one that knows all of the thoughts. And Rashi says that Moshe Rabbeinu is telling Hashem, you are not like a melech boss of Adam, like a mortal king. Regarding a regular human king, if some people in his country mess up and he doesn't know exactly who did it, he'll go ahead and punish everyone. Whereas Hashem, you definitely know exactly what's going through everyone's minds. You know exactly who sinned. Now seemingly what Rashi is coming to tell us over here is that the word the word spirits over here doesn't mean as in spirits or as in souls, as in the shamois. Rather, it means Machshavis, Hashem, that's the God of the thoughts, Hashem that knows what's going on in everyone's minds. However, the question is, why does Rashi need to explain this with a marshal of a Melech Basar Vadam? It sounds something pretty simple. Hashem that knows what's going on in everyone's minds could know exactly who to punish. The Rebbe also asks, we actually find a similar story by Avramovinu saying something similar to Hashem in the story of Sdoim. Why would you punish Tzaddikim along with Rishoim? Rashi could have used this mushal there as well, and yet Rashi does not use a mushal. Seemingly there's no need for a mushal. Why is there a need for the mushal over here? Furthermore, the Rebbe says, even regarding a human king, if he's a just king, if he's a fair king, he also wouldn't just going, and pun- going to be punishing people without doing a proper investigation and finding out who is the actual sinner. And if he cannot find out who the criminal is, then it also shouldn't be really punishing everyone. So why are we saying that this is something dafka by Hashem as opposed to a Melech Bosor Vadom? The particular words that Rashi uses for the people of the country messing up, he uses the term Sorcha. Sorcha could also be understood as they were acting in a foul or smelly way. So Rashi starts off that Sarchal of Mitzvah Medina, some of the people messed up, or Sarcha, and then he finishes off, and the king doesn't know, who is the sinner. So why does Rashi start off with the word Sarcha, and then finish off with the sinner? Also Rashi starts off in the plural that some people messed up, and then he finishes off, the king doesn't know, who is the sinner. The Rebbe then moves on into the next words of the Pasuk. The, Rashi, the, Rashi, the Rebbe says that Rashi moves on to the next words of the Pasuk. Where the Pasuk says, If one person sins, and you, Hashem, get angry at everyone. And the Rebbe here too asks a number of questions. And just to mention a few of them, is Rashi goes on and says that Hashem says to Moshe Rabbeinu, You spoke well. I do know who sinned, and I will let everybody else know who sinned as well. And... The question over here is what exactly is being added by this addition that Hashem is saying, I know who sinned and I will let everybody else know. And furthermore, we need to understand that in the words of the Pasuk and Rashi, it sounds like we're speaking about one person sinned. One person sinned and seemingly Hashem is agreeing. Hashem says, you're right, I do know who sinned. And yet we find right afterwards what the Pasuk says is that Hashem says, to move away from the tents of Koirach, Doson, and Aviram. 
That means we have over here three criminals. Three people are going to be punished. So what exactly is um, the, pos- the Rashi referring to, or the Pasuk referring to first saying, or Ish Echod, and then we actually see that Hashem goes ahead and punishes three people. Generally, the Rebbe says, we also need to understand that it was even more than three people. We find we find in all of these psukim that there was quite a big crowd with Moshe, with Kairach. He has 250 people. He has a whole big crowd with him. In the words of Moshe Rabbeinu, we find often that he speaks about you and your whole crowd and you and your whole congregation and so on. So why suddenly over here is Moshe Rabbeinu saying, if one person sinned, why are you punishing everyone else? So the Rebbe explains this based on what the Pasuk and Rashi said just before this Pasuk that we were speaking about. The Pasuk says that Vayakil Aleim Koirach, Koirach was gathering the Yidden, and Rashi explains that Koirach was going around from Shevet to Shevet, from person to person, convincing people and getting them into an argument and fighting against Moshe Rabbeinu. In other words, Koirach was the instigator of all of this. Koirach was the one that caused everybody else to be a part of this machloikas. In fact, we can even say this regarding Dosan and Aviram and the other 250 people were also only convinced because of Koirach, because as Rashi explains to us, that since Shevet Ruuvein, where these 250 or most of them at least came from, and Dosan and Aviram were from Shevet Ruuvein, who camped near the children of Kohas, that's where Koirach is, that's why they got convinced by Koirach. Now, of course, the Rebbe says it's never an excuse for a person to say that he was convinced by somebody else. You're responsible for your own actions. But nevertheless, we see clearly that Koirach was the whole instigator over here. This is what Rashi is telling us with the marshal of the people in this particular country that had messed up. Rashi uses the term Sorchal of Mixus Medina, that some of the people acted in a foul way, in a smelly way. Meaning to say, Yes, there may be one person that caused the rebellion. One person that's the sinner, that's the criminal. Everyone else only followed and not necessarily are to blame completely. And therefore we refer to it, but nevertheless they're acting in a smelly way, in a foul way, in an inappropriate way, in a disgraceful way. But you definitely cannot compare it to the one person that actually instigated it all and is the sinner, is the criminal, the one that caused all of the problems. And this is what Moshe Rabbeinu is saying. That by a melech basar v'adam, the bottom line is all these people went against the king. He has no choice. He has to punish everyone. But you, Hashem, that you could tell the difference. You really know what's going on in people's minds. And you know exactly who has a serious feeling of rebellion. Who is really the troublemaker and who is not. So you definitely could punish that one person and not punish everybody else. What does Hashem say to Moshe Rabbeinu? As Rashi says, Yofa, Marta, you spoke correctly. Hashem is only agreeing to the general idea. You're right, I'm not going to punish everyone. Not everyone's at fault. Many people were just followers. Many people did just get dragged in. But you, Moshe Rabbeinu, are saying there's one sinner, Ish Echad Yechta. The Psukim go on to speak about how Hashem says, stay away from Koirach and Dosan and Aviram. Meaning to say, these are all going to be punished. Because yes, I actually do know that these people, Dawson and Aviram, etc., are not only like followers and not really at fault, but they do deserve to be properly punished as well because I do know what's going on in people's minds. And the Rebbe finishes off with a beautiful Hira. 
that even though Moshe Rabbeinu seemingly saw quite clearly also what Dawson and Aviram were all about, they spoke very, very harshly and chutzpahdik in a very, very nasty way to Moshe Rabbeinu. They spoke in a disgusting way to Moshe Rabbeinu. Nevertheless, how does Moshe Rabbeinu view it? He still sees it as if there's only one troublemaker, Kairach convinced Dawson and Aviram as well. The Abish has to tell him, no, Dawson and Aviram are also at fault, but as far as Moshe Rabbeinu is concerned, he's even judging them favorably. He says, the Rebbe, the Hayrod that we have over here, from all of this is how much we need to also have this Mida to judge every single person favorably, especially that we too have a Moshe Rabbeinu inside of us, even if it's a, such a person that seemingly we can't even it, it, see any Limutzchus. And nevertheless, we have to look as much as possible, and of course, once we view him in that way, also to try to do whatever we can to bring him back to the right path.